No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Elisha supplies oil for a poor widow to pay her debts, and a Shunammite woman shows him great hospitality. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Kings chapter 4 on Simply the Bible. What are your limitations? And what are your resources? We can be disabled either by our lack or by our abundance. Success occurs when we use either our lack or our abundance effectively. Our weaknesses and our strengths can be assets when wisely deployed. Today we look at two women, one poor and one rich, yet both effectively used what they had been given. We continue in 2 Kings chapter 4. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. The woman was the wife of one of the sons of the prophets. In other words, she was the widow of a minister. As an apprentice prophet, her husband probably didn't make too much. Now he was dead, and she had two sons to support. In that culture, widows had a rough time anyway, but she was especially destitute. However, even though her husband hadn't left her with much materially, he had left her a spiritual inheritance. He feared the Lord, and evidently, Elisha knew of him. She reached out to this miracle-working prophet. Now, in those days, if you owed a debt you couldn't pay, your creditor had the right to take your children and make them slaves for up to six years. So Elisha said, what shall I do for you? This shows that Elisha was willing to get involved. He was a compassionate prophet. Rather than being overwhelmed with the widow's needs, Elisha simply asked her, what do you have? In working with people who often help the needy, they will ask them, what can you do? It's important to identify a person's strengths and assets, for often when these are effectively used, the person's needs are met. In this case, the only thing the widow had was one jar of oil. And then Elisha said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. Elisha's instructions would test the faith of this woman. The more faith she had, the more neighbors she would visit and the more vessels she would borrow. The Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. 
God seeks faith and then blesses those in whom he finds it. When she had gathered all the vessels into her home, she was to shut the door so that no one could see what would be happening except her sons. Jesus said that when you pray, you should go into your room and pray in secret. Then your heavenly Father will reward you openly. The greatest work God does in us happens in the secret place when we are alone with God. Now, according to Elisha's words, as she would pour her little amount of oil into the jars, it would keep flowing until all the jars were full. Did she believe this? So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. Evidently, the widow did believe because she did obey. She sent out her sons, and they brought her the empty vessels and kept bringing them to her until there were no more to bring. The more she poured, the more came out so that every jar was full. And when they ran out of vessels, then the oil ceased to flow. She then asked Elisha what she should do. Go, he said, sell the oil, pay your debt, and live on the rest. Thus, with God's help, she made a profit and was able to save her sons from slavery. This story holds a great application for us. Of course, Oil is a universal symbol of the Holy Spirit. If we are believers in Jesus Christ, then we all have at least a little oil. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Now we need to find empty vessels around us in whom we can pour out this oil. We invest in people around us. The purpose is to win souls and to make disciples. And the more we pour out of ourselves, The more we receive from God, he will continue to supply all our need if we continue pouring ourselves out into the lives of others. In the end, we will reap the rewards. We receive benefits in this life as we see those in whom we've invested thriving. Then we will receive heavenly rewards in the future. Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem where there was a notable woman, and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was, as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. And she said to her husband, Look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall and let us put a bed for him there and a table, and a chair, and a lampstand, so it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. And it happened one day that he came there, and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Now, Shunem was on the southern border of Issachar, guarding the pass to the valley of Jezreel on the north. We are told that she was a notable woman. Literally, she was a great woman. 
what made her so great? Well, first, she was hospitable. When she saw Elijah, she persuaded him to eat some food. And every time he came to town, she fed him. We are told in Hebrews 13, 2, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by this some have entertained angels without knowing it. My mother took this verse to heart. She loved to invite people to her home and cook for them. She had my dad build her a long kitchen counter and install a commercial gas range. Then she began cooking classes where she would teach people to entertain well. And many people would sign up because she was also a caterer and they loved her food. Hebrews 13.2 was the verse she put on all of her teaching materials. This Shunammite woman was also very hospitable. Second, she was a discerning woman. She perceived that Elisha was a holy man of God and that he came regularly passing through. She figured that he would need a good place to stay, so she asked her husband to build a small room and to furnish it so that whenever Elisha came to town, he could stay there. Sure enough, Elisha began staying there whenever he came to town. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, call. This Shunammite woman, when he had called her, she stood before him, and he said to him, Say now to her, Look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. So he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Actually, she has no son, and her husband is old. Elisha was so impressed with all that the woman had done for them that he sent his servant Gehazi to see what they could do for her. Perhaps he sent his servant thinking that she would be more likely to confide in him concerning her needs since she considered Elisha to be a holy man of God. Personally, I have discovered that when people find out I'm a pastor, often their conversation changes. They start telling me about their uncle who was a pastor or something. So I like to withhold that information so that they will just be themselves around me. The third thing we see that makes her a great woman is that she was content. She was evidently affluent, but she was also content. Many people who are wealthy are not content. They want the newest, greatest, whatever. The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy 6.6, 6, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. It's okay to have nice things, but we should learn the secret of contentment and being thankful for what we have received. The fourth thing we observe about her was that she was childless. Now, in that culture, it was a great personal tragedy for a woman not to have any children. Yet she had learned to be content with her situation. Her husband was now old, so she probably had given up all hope that she would ever have a baby. So Elisha said, call her. When Gehazi had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then Elisha said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. But the woman conceived and bore a son 
when the appointed time had come of which Elisha had told her. This was something Elisha could do for her. He could prophesy that she would have a son. Now, that would only be meaningful if it came to pass. But Elisha was a prophet of the Lord, and God would not let his words fall to the ground. The woman was obviously afraid to get her hopes up. It seemed out of the realm of possibility for her. But she did conceive and gave birth to a son at the appointed time Elisha had said. The fifth thing we observe about the Shunammite woman is that she was blessed. Because she had been faithful to use her resources to bless the prophet of God, the Lord blessed her. The question isn't how much does a person have, but how much of the person does the Lord have? When God has all of us, then as we have freely received, we delight in freely giving to God and to others. Therefore, with the poor widow, we see that her lack of money became the means by which she reached out to Elisha. And when she poured out what little she had in faith, God met all of her needs, far more than she could have imagined. And with the wealthy, childless woman, the blessings she freely poured out upon Elisha came back to her when she received the son she thought she would never have. Whether we have lack or abundance. The secret to success is to pour out whatever we have on God and others. Then we can expect great blessings from God. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow we'll see where the son of the Shunammite woman dies, but Elisha raises him to life. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Exodus on Simply the Bible.